Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, it's lazy, but catchy. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hour two of Mackie and Judd with Rami here on Score North on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. A whole bunch of nonsense coming up in other news coming up at 520. And we will wrap with Royce this hour at 540. The, uh, the Wolves, in my opinion, fellas, did the smart thing over the last 24 hours in not matching the offer from the Memphis Grizzlies. The point guard Tyus Jones, what was it three yeah. years, twenty eight yes. million dollars? It just what it's it's not the right move for the Wolves at this point. But I understand that there are those out there who are not pleased with the move. Yeah, this was uh, I go back and forth a little bit, but ultimately, nothing against Tyus Jones. He's a good player, good player, good dude. Glad he got his money. Happy for him. I love this move. I love this move, and here's why. They need to clear as much cap space as they deem can be possibly cleared. This this is this is the opposite of Everson Griffin being brought back. You know, we can still pay and not as much, but we really want you back. No, 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 just cut him. Yeah. Just cut him. And I don't care if Tyus Jones is from Minnesota, Michigan, Miami, or Mars. I don't care. This is a very smart move. This is a team. Gerson Rosas inherited a team up against the cap. That's not his doing. What is his doing from the day he got the job is creating cap space. I think this is absolutely positively, if this was your starting point guard and you loved him, totally different, right? Mm-hmm. But he's a backup point guard who might who might develop and might not, and he's going to go to a, a situation where he signed, he, which, again, is just fine. That's great. But if you're Gerson Rosas, the last thing you can think about right now is the potential PR hit. What you have to look at is how can I get as many human beings off this roster as possible to eventually get human beings in a year from now or so that I want. Yeah. And this is a means to that end. You're in a rebuild right now. You've started a rebuild. He did the responsible thing. And that's Absolutely. not a contract you give out in a rebuild. Yeah. I think there's a clear line between your needs and your wants right now. If you are a franchise that's on the verge of winning a championship or trying to sustain a dynasty, if you are LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavs from a few years ago, and you're trying to keep that thing together at a high level, uh, do you need J.R. Smith or Tristan Thompson necessarily at an overinflated price tag? Probably not, but if you want to keep LeBron James happy and... You want to keep the same team intact? You overpay for guys like that, right? You overpay. You're already up against luxury tax. You're already in the championship window. You overpay for things that might come back to bite you later on. 
With the Timberwolves, I think Tyus Jones is a really good player who it probably has a lot of untapped potential with a front office here that's clearly going to try and squeeze some extra things out of the Andrew Wiggins of the world and uh, and Bates Jop, who looks fantastic in Summer League. I think this front office could have squeezed a lot more out of Tyus Jones. And I think if Memphis has any kind of a smart front office, they're going to get a really good player. I don't think he's going to be a superstar level player, but they're going to get a, a really good player who can play 25, 30 minutes. But $9 million a year for what is right now a backup point guard mm-hmm. is a want, not a need. Exactly. Yeah, and it's so, not the time for that. It's just yeah. not a good fit. Like you said, Tyus Jones is a good player, probably going to get better, but it's just not the right player at the right price at the right time for the Timberwolves and what they're trying to do. And apparently, according to what my Raised by Wolves sources told me earlier today. You have sources on Raised by Wolves? Yeah, we're all over the building. Wow, you're tied in. Yeah, Angela from down the hallway was listening (laughs) to Raised by Wolves, and she said, hey, Rami doesn't even think Carl Anthony Towns is the right player at the right price at the right time for the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is not what I said. It's a continuing theme, actually. Here's what I love. I love how you come on our show. Uh You come Uh on our show. Uh You join our show. Yes. Okay. Yes. All smiley and having fun. Giggly. Giggly. Laughing too much, according to people on Twitter. (laughs) Why are you laughing so much? Why are you so damn happy for? Yeah, this is Uh Minnesota. We're we're supposed to be shell-shocked and disappointed all the time (laughs) by our sports team. You come on our show and you try to push the Carl Anthony Towns should be traded agenda. That should be. We squashed see, it. Whoever your sources are, this is like a game of telephone. The message got all messed up by the time it got to you. That's not what I said. It's funny, though. We squash it on our show, so you have to take it to Raised by Wolves. I was, okay. I was making the case to go, out and get Carl An- to go out and get Carl Anthony Towns a partner in Russell Westbrook because, and we talked about this yesterday, I just don't see... The other avenues opening up to get a superstar to pair with Carl Anthony Towns and make this team relevant. And Danny and Manny backed him up, made the point of how relevant even are you with Russell Westbrook? Let us and they, this is what they did to me. This is the picture they painted for me that made me say you might have to consider trading Carl Anthony Towns. Let us count the teams in the Western Conference that are better than the Minnesota Timberwolves and will be for the foreseeable future, shall we? All right. Are you so you're saying that they painted this picture for you, you didn't paint it for them. So you're saying that they you're you're they pointing painted, the finger at they them. They painted now. a bleak picture of the path to relevance for the Wolves. And okay. so I said right. then you may have to consider trading Carl Anthony Towns if you're right. Okay, this is a simple math equation. Before you count the teams mm-hmm. that are better than the Timberwolves, yes. okay? You need in today's NBA the teams that you're about. Oh, I want you to list the teams first, and then I'll, I'll do my math equation for Warriors, you. Warriors, okay? Nuggets, Blazers, Rockets, Jazz. We'll take the Thunder out because they're going to trade Russell Westbrook, whether it's to the Wolves or anybody else. Spurs, Clippers, Kings, Lakers, Pelicans, and Mavericks. Okay, so that's you, everybody uh, except for three teams in the Western Conference is better than you. So when I hear that, I I think pretty much all of those teams, or at least like six of those teams. And this is where my math equation starts. Have two superstars. Okay. The Timberwolves have one superstar. If you get rid of Carl Anthony Towns, you have who do you zero pair, who superstars. Do you, who do you pair to, with Carl Anthony Towns to leapfrog the Lakers with LeBron and AD? To leapfrog the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George and that supporting cast that they have? To leapfrog the Warriors, who are still a championship pedigree team once they get Clay Thompson back? To leapfrog the Rockets? To leapfrog the Jazz? To leapfrog the, 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 the Nuggets? These are all young teams who are far more talented than you, and even adding one superstar, and I don't see how that superstar comes available, 
unless it's a, unless it's a Russell Westbrook type of situation, who are you going to pair with Carl Anthony Towns to usurp those teams in the West? But let me answer your question with another question. Okay, what is what? What are you gaining by trading away a twenty three year old? I'll tell under you contract for five more years, superstar. I'll tell you what. A few years ago. When I was in Milwaukee, their slogan was own the future. And there was a segment of Bucks fans who were like, why are we owning the future? Why don't we try to win now? And I said, what are you trying to win now? You got LeBron in the East. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. And even if you climb Mount LeBron, guess what's waiting for you? The Golden State Warriors, a a peak that's even higher, right? You're not going to win anything in this league for at least three to four years. So while Giannis develops... Build your team towards the future. It's the smartest thing you can possibly do. And the same can be said now about the Western Conference as a whole. What are you going to do to climb this mountain over the course of the next three years before Carl Anthony Towns says, I want out? I'm going to help you here. What are you going to do? I'm going to help you out. Smart guy. I just turned into Dennis Hopper from Speed. What are you going to do, smart guy? Jack. (laughs) There isn't... there. If Okay, now that's me sitting here relatively uninformed and uneducated compared to Garrison Rosas and a very savvy and smart front office with all the information laid out in front of them. They may have a path. All I said, and this was the point I made before Garrison Rosas was even hired, but it came up again because of the bleak road that Danny and Manny painted for me. If you determine, as the president of basketball operations, you've explored all possibilities and there is no way back to relevance before Carl Anthony Towns' contract either expires or he just says, screw it, I want out, you have to trade him and get everything you can for him. Well, but that's a different scenario, in which case, you're right. It and I'm telling Paul you, George, that's, but that's I'm gonna, how I but, felt after right, right. they painted that picture you're, for me. You're panicking right now. You're upset. You're sort of reddish I'm right a little, now. It's warm in here. Is it warm I'm going to help here? you out. While you guys were talking, I looked up a word. Crescendo. C-R-E-S-C-E-N-D-O. As a band geek in high school, very much, very much aware of what The noun is the loudest point reached in a gradually increasing sound, okay? So what you do here, and this is why you don't get Westbrook. This is why you don't introduce an outsider to this plan of, oh, my God, we got to find somebody to pair with Cat to keep Cat happy. This is why you are in business with one very important person. His name is Carl Anthony Towns. This is why you hired Ryan Saunders. Rami, what we're going to do here is we're going to allow the rest of the Western Conference in 2019-20 to be absolutely outstanding. As Gerson Rose says, I can't control that. What I can't control is what I do and who I work with and who my partners are. This is why, as the world is passing me by next year, I'm telling Kat, Kat, guess what we're doing? D'Angelo Russell, we're going to make another run. And guess how we're going to do it? We're going to have cap space because the night the Tyus Jones offer sheet came due from the Grizzlies, we didn't say, oh, my God, he's from Apple Valley. We can't let him go. We said, Tyus, have a great career. Goodbye. I actually, and I know Wolves fans are tired of this. I'm tired of this as well. But I think that this is all about if you're if you're Rosas, you have nothing so to do. So you're putting all your chips with David. You're putting Conn. all your eggs in the in the D'Angelo I'm Russell basket the, again. I, I, no, no. Here's what I'm doing. Well, one, one is if I go back with the right amount of money here, that can change the dynamic very quickly. But what I'm doing is I am putting them in the Carl Anthony Towns basket of who do you want 
and who is about your age that I can pair you with long term? Because the, the sins of the wolves are not the sins of Rosas. He can't be held accountable for con, for tips. Right. But my point is, this is why you don't go, go get Westbrook. Going to get Westbrook is a Hail Mary pass that's probably not going to work. And you, you just gave me a list of teams why. But if you take a deep breath and say, here's the plan, and this is why we're allowing guys to walk right now, because we are going to get something. And the very important thing is to pair Cat with somebody he really likes and who is really good and approximately in his age group. Crescendo. Uh, by the way, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted last night, among reasons for not matching on Tyus Jones, Minnesota is pursuing max cap space next summer to get in, either, in either free agency or to absorb contracts in a trade. The Wolves were already a finalist for D'Angelo Russell without cap space. They'll work to get back into the market with real flexibility next year. Finding a superstar in Minnesota with the Timberwolves, one single superstar, has proven to be hard enough. I mean, they they did sort of luck their way into Kevin so Garnett you at trade high school. for six first-round draft picks if you trade Carl Anthony Towns and you get more shots at it. But I, but, but I have a sure thing right now under contract for five years, but let's go with your three-year window. Two. If they don't, here's what I'll tell you. I give it two years. What's okay. the day today? July 10th? Okay. Write this down. Two years if things don't get better for Carl Anthony Towns. That's finding right there. To demand his way out of Minnesota. And I'll even give you, let's give you a two-year window. This year is all about giving yourself a chance in the next 18 to 24 months to pair somebody with Carl Anthony Towns, who's around the same age, that gives you a chance to continue to crescendo while LeBron James turns 36 eventually in two years, and while the Warriors continue to get more bloated, expensive, and older. Those teams are going to fade out. Those teams, the, the LeBron James, the Lakers have all of their chips in the Le- LeBron James basket right now with with Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and Kawhi and Kawhi Leonard is banged up. He's getting older. So if you can find a D'Angelo Russell like compliment to Carl Anthony Towns, you're in a great spot for like three to five years from now. And if Garrison Rosas sees a realistic way of getting that done, great. Get it done. If you don't see that path, your best asset to make yourself relevant again is Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Just a little, little, little too early. Little, little too early. All right. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Chancy and Fargo. What's going on, Chancy? Hey, good to talk to you guys. Welcome Always back. Enjoy the show. So, yeah, right on. Hey, Rami, I was listening to you earlier, and I totally agreed with you on Raised by the Wolves. And I would tell Danny and Manny this. I know it's a different show, right? But they said, hey, they're if, listening. If we had got Ma- Russell, Manny's actually went, sitting right across the glass right now. Okay. <laughs> he can hear you. Well, then yeah. he can, and he can wave, or he can listen up, or he can say I'm stupid, whichever one he wants. But I, he says you're stupid. Wrong, I don't... Like, if, <laughs> if they want to, if they want to say that Russell Westbrook maybe doesn't get you in the playoffs or move the needle, fine, it doesn't make you relevant. That's what they said, right? Well, so what does D'Angelo Russell make you relevant? Does he leapfrog you over anybody? Can anybody say that with D'Angelo Russell, this is a surefire playoff team? No, it's a, it's the same thing. The other thing is with the. I don't care if the Timberwolves were the only team in the NBA that could offer a max salary uh, in an upcoming free agent year. Players won't take it. They'll go somewhere. They got the endorsements, the shoe deal. They don't care. They don't want. It doesn't matter. Clearing uh, cap space doesn't matter. Guys don't want to play in Minnesota. It's just chasing your tail. And then I I totally agree. I wouldn't even give it a two-year window. I bet you after this season, Towns ass out, and uh, you'll be looking for somebody to trade him to. So, it was worth a shot. I would go for the Westbrook deal. Just 
push all your chips in and uh, see what happens. That's all I got. Okay. Oh, awful, awful okay. Negative okay. If if Cat is going to do that, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it. Years okay, ago. but getting Westbrook's not going to solve that. They'll probably make it worse. He's going to do it. If if his plan, if his plan is to say I give this 2019 20 and then I'm going to ask out, then that's the plan right now. And going and getting a guy who's going to shoot the basketball constantly and ride Cat is not going to help him. So Rosas, he can only control what, what he can attempt to control in the way that he sees best. And this team's been run by a lot of people for a lot of years, executive-wise, aside from Flip potentially for a little while, who haven't been able to see that picture. Rosas has to do the smart thing, and I think the smart thing now is to try and get Cat with a guy that he likes. We have seen, listen, in this league, this drives me crazy now, the Butler thing, it's instructive. If I bring in... A guy who's going to chew butt and he's going to show Carl Anthony Towns what Carl needs to see, it's going to blow up. It might not in football, it might not in hockey, and it might not in baseball. But this is a different league with different people. Uh, Manny gets the last 30 seconds because Chansey called him out and Manny's in here. Okay, well, here's the because Chansey said, well, he made the comparison with Russell Westbrook and D'Angelo Russell. Here's the difference. D'Angelo Russell is 23 years old. Russell Westbrook is 30. Mm-hmm. And by the end of Russell Westbrook's contract, he's going to be ma- he's going to be 33, 34 years old making 47 million dollars a year. It's, it's and on, and on the decline. So the difference between Russell Westbrook and D'Angelo Russell is that D'Angelo Russell is 23 years old coming off his first All-Star season and he is ascending in theory as a player. Russell Westbrook at age 30, who relies primarily on his athleticism to be successful, is on the decline. That's that's the difference. Yeah. But Chansey, you can call and rip us anytime. We appreciate your phone call. Call into Raised by Wolves next time. Keep listening to all the shows. It's great. Multiple platforms. In other news coming up next, Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North. Minnesota United take on FC Dallas this Saturday evening at Allianz Field. Join me and Dan Terhar beginning at 6.30 p.m. with kick at 7 p.m. right here on Score North, scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Also, time is running out to bid on the 2019 SB's auction. It's ESPN's biggest and best auction ever, packed full of more than 80 exclusive, one-of-a-kind sports, travel, and celebrity experiences. Visit ebay.com slash ESPN to bid. Proceeds benefit the V Foundation for Cancer Research. Ah, yes, America's favorite new radio segment. When we take a break from the hard-hitting sports talk, we normally bring you here at Score North and bring you some of the more ridiculous news from around the world, including this story, which, of course, comes to us from Florida, you guys. Have you heard about the uh, the the viral trend, the viral sensation of licking ice cream yeah. in stores? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This oh, is... did that go viral now? I just saw the one person got in trouble. Did you it. have the story too, Phil? You had I a did. look on your face like you had the story too. I'm good. I wanted as long as one of us had the story. Is this popular now? It's called. It, well, it's a, there's a hashtag. I'll go ahead, Rami. Don't even say the hashtag because I don't want to encourage that type of behavior. But it has gone to a whole nother. Level. A Florida woman was arrested after police say she tampered with ice cream and an ice cream maker at Lulu's Ice Cream Shop in Indian Shores on multiple occasions. So you're saying, well, everybody's tampered, right? That's a thing. It's going around. Jung Soo Whipcha was captured on surveillance camera footage using a restroom inside the shop with the door wide open. No. After using the bathroom, she walked over to a freezer where containers of organic ice cream were being stored. 
She opened the tubs of ice cream and stuck her hands in them. No. Then picked her nose and stuck her dirty fingers back into the ice cream. No. We're not done yet. You guys ready for more? A couple days later, Whipjaw was seen using the bathroom again, but was unable to gain access to the freezer because it was blocked by boxes. She returned to the store three days later, only to find the bathroom door had been locked. So... She grabbed a bucket that was used to churn ice cream and used it as a toilet. She then dumped it out into a sink labeled rinse. She went back and stuck her hands in the freezer again before leaving. Oh, no, it's close to dinner time. She was arrested and charged with criminal mischief and violating Florida's anti-tampering act. Wait, hold on a second. I got a question. (laughs) I thought I saw a story last week about... Phil is legitimately disturbed right now. Well, it's disgusting, but I thought I saw a story last week about... A woman who went into a grocery store, took a container of ice cream out and licked it and put it back, and she yeah. was apprehended, and she was possibly going to go to jail. But when did this emerge? I mean, this this takes now. That's gross. But that's this, a whole nother level. This is when did this start? This is disturbed behavior. This goes beyond a viral trend. That's, oh my, that's, yeah, that's because, right. I'm, so the, the so that the, is not the story you had. I'm guessing that. Well, no, based I mean, on your reaction, there's a million stories. The the the. Uh, well, just for for Judd's background here. Thank you. And this is from phillyvoice.com, and there's like, just if you just Google ice cream finger licking, basically. So gr- and what's yeah. even the point, man? What is it's, wrong with people? The origin of this is, I'll just read this to you. Summer, ice cream's best season, is a little less pure this year with the onset of the viral, I'm going to say it, ice cream challenge is what they're calling it. The social media challenge was initiated in early July by footage of a teenage girl allegedly licking a carton of Bluebell ice cream yes. in a Texas store okay. and putting it back in the freezer. The germy crime has left consumers fearful of ice cream consumption and retailers contemplating how to assure the safety of their products. There's even some gas stations that are putting police officers in front of the ice cream freezer doors. Now that's... That's ridiculous. No, I saw pictures of that. I know that's absolutely. There's literally armed police officers standing in front of like like as much as the the Ben and Jerry's. As much as I don't (laughs) want to eat ice cream that somebody licked, I think there are better things police officers can be doing than protecting my ice cream. Like what? I mean, do you really want me to say no? It's fine. (laughs) There are backlogs of things far worse than licking ice cream. That's all I'll say. In other news, (laughs) (laughs) he was so disgusted he moved on. I found a way to get Judd Zolgad involved in uh, an activity. Oh, this is a uh, this what is activity. A, it's actually a first person account from the New York Post of a new fun activity. Okay, a new fun night out or a workout disaster. Okay, yoga isn't really my jam. She writes, "My experience is limited to two Groupons worth of uh, of is it pronounced Bikram." A weekly uh, flow during marathon training and a couple of hip hop yoga classes at seven a.m. Too crowded, uh, but I do like wine. So want to hip hop yoga? Apparently, okay. Yeah. So right. far, I'm not in, but okay. Keep going. But I do like wine, she says. So on a recent Thursday evening, I found myself on the terrace at the Even Hotel in Midtown East in a Warrior Two pose, balancing a glass of red wine in my right hand. They have drunk yoga in Midtown Manhattan. Well, that wouldn't be for me. 
The wife would love this. <laughs> Look at these women holding oh, glasses yeah. of wine in the air oh, doing man. warrior poses. Judd doesn't want to work out while he drinks. Judd he just wants to drink. If somebody offered you, someone said, like listen, wine. Judd, you can drink free all night, all the craft beer you want, whatever beer you want. You can drink. What's your f- yingling? We got yingling, pints of yingling. <laughs> I'm not as okay? high on that these days, but yes, keep going. Okay. Uh, whatever your favorite yeah. beer is right now. Yeah. But you got to do 30 minutes of yoga while holding the craft beer. In or out? Oh, I'm out. No, I'm not doing that. That's way too much work. <laughs> Athlete challenge? I'll just pay <laughs> for it. Athlete challenge? No, I just pay for my craft beer. Now, now the wife the wife might love this idea, though. The wine? The gals could get together. That would, that'd be quite the night out. The, uh, the It's literally called Drunk Yoga. The creator oh, yeah. is someone named uh, I like Ellie Walker. She's an actress and yogi who says, it's okay if you spill. I'm yogi. But if you do spill. Everybody's a yogi. I love yogi. That's I'm a, a great... yogi. I think I'm a yogi. Are I you a yogi? I, I think I've practiced enough yoga to be a yogi. That's wow. a, sure. Why I not? love that term, by the way. So are you in on this? Yogi Rami. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Are I you a wine yoga? guy? I do yoga and I like alcohol. Is it only wine? I don't do wine. It gives me a headache. Yeah. I'm sure you Bad could, probably, you could probably hold up a glass of bourbon. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Give me some bourbon while I do yoga. Cunningham, he'd do it. Absolutely. The 90 Tito's. minute the 90 minute class is set to a variety of pop music and throwback jams. Danny and I should host a drunk yoga night on an uptown rooftop. <laughs> how about <laughs> right how about when, once the parking lot's done here? Right show's outside. Show's done. Go right, right outside. You and, and him can host a, 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 a drunken stupor. I'll put on my lemon stretch pants. Yogi, Yogi Rami. Get my glass of bourbon and get right out there. How tight are your yoga pants? I don't wear yoga pants. Do you have any? No. A man of my stature should not be wearing yoga, yoga pants, pants, man. No. In other news. Dateline, Clay County, <clears throat> Missouri. When tracking down a suspect, law enforcement might use a canine to track down a scent. That was not necessary for a recent arrest in Missouri. (laughs) According to the Clay County Sheriff's (laughs) Office over the weekend, Liberty Police were searching for a person who had a felony warrant for their arrest out for them. The person was wanted for possession of a controlled substance. The suspect hid to avoid police, but apparently let out a fart so loudly it gave up their hiding spot. (laughs) Quote, quote, we've got to give props to... Liberty PD for using their senses to sniff this out. Read a Facebook comment from the Clay County <laughs> Sheriff's Office. I'm not even sure I buy this story. I just like it. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, I'm not sure real. it's real, but I like it. That is awesome. You buying it? I I mean, it seems like a legitimate source, doesn't it? It's the police themselves saying that this is what happened. That is outstanding. How loud was that far? Can I ask a, the question? Can I ask a question which, which might not be appropriate, but I've got to ask it? I mean, this whole segment isn't appropriate. If yes, hiding, this statement's never appropriate. So if you're hiding, like, in the bushes from the cops, uh-huh. and the urge comes where you've got to pass gas, wouldn't, wouldn't you work really hard to stifle it? Like, there are ways to try and stifle the... the how loud yeah. the passing of the gas might right. be. Can I yeah. say that this is how I feel pretty much every single night going to bed with my gal? <laughs> You're still not at a point yet where you can just let him. I was going to say, you know what's no? great? You get to a point where you don't care. <laughs> well, I, and neither does she. No, I mean that's not true. You're saying that she doesn't. You're saying that if you can, I say Dutch oven. I can say that, right? Sure. Yeah. No, you don't do that. <laughs> it's too late now. You don't. <laughs> 
Producer Jonathan, I didn't hit the dump button. <laughs> no, you don't do that. I'm just saying that if you, you have open to... up the covers a little bit. No, like... no, I'm not. I mean, you don't make it as obnoxious as possible. But, but besides, if you have to pass gas, you just pass the gas. Why am I going to hold it right before bed? There, there's no holding it once I fall asleep. It's all com- so. What, what's and even plus, the point? It's uncomfortable. Right. Exactly. It's bad for you too. Comfort is key. You can get sick. You guys ever see a story? Of wait, a- wait, what? <laughs> Won't make you sick. I'm assuming if you hold in enough farts for long enough, you'll get you'll get sick. You'll get some kind of gas poisoning. No athlete challenge number two. Gas poisoning. <laughs> yeah. Here lies Rami Maklov. What killed him? <laughs> gas poisoning. <laughs> oh man, don't you guys hate stories of uh, lost love? Where you're like, man, I thought those two crazy kids were really gonna make it. Don't you hate it when that happens? Those are my favorite stories. Uh, <laughs> breakups are always tough. Case Keenum and the Vikings. One woman is mourning the end of her marriage to a dead centuries-old pirate. People reports that Amanda Teague, an Irish woman, and Jack Sparrow impersonator, held a ceremony to wed the 300-year-old pirate, also named Jack. Early in 2018, Amanda arranged a private ceremony on a boat in international waters off the coast of Ireland so that the marriage would be legal because no sane country is letting people do this. The 45-year-old hired a medium for the ceremony, which was conducted by a shaman priest. Uh, Then she says less than a year later... The marriage is over. Quote, so I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over. The mom of five wrote on her Facebook page, this woman has five children. I will explain all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is to be very careful, all capital letters, very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It is not something to mess with. Amanda previously previously explained that she'd met her ghost, quote-unquote, soulmate in 2014 when he appeared next to her as she was lying in bed. He is dark-skinned, of course he is, racist lady, and has jet black hair, so he tells me, I told him I wasn't really cool with having casual sex with the spirit, and I wanted us to make a proper commitment to each other. I wanted the big traditional wedding with the white dress. It was very important to me. Now, though, she says, I wish I never got married to him i wish that as i wish that healthy person that i was before i met him you were not healthy jack has turned out what was a beautiful and loving relationship to something that is ugly and now she is dissolving the marriage and contemplating exorcism <laughs> did you <laughs> did you describe the spirit as dark skin with jet black hair yes sir take your hat off for a second long jet black hair <laughs> yep. long jet black yep. yeah yeah let, let your hair down yep there it is yeah, no wonder she can't find him. <laughs> he decided to take a job in Minneapolis. <laughs> Part of a radio show. I ghosted her. Oh, yeah. In other news. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Uh, and with that, that is In Other News on Mackie and John with Rami. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. You guys laugh entirely too much. Yeah. Show's too much fun. Stop having so much fun. Why are you having too I much hate fun? You, Rami. Why would you do that? <laughs> you know what's not fun? Uh. Not having the right insurance for your business that you own. Not feeling like you're protected. Not feeling like you've got someone standing behind you. Not like a ghost. That'd be weird. But Federated Mutual Insurance Company, although they don't employ ghosts, they do employ marketing representatives that give you great, great of uh, peace of mind in a face-to-face relationship which you get to benefit from over a century of experience that Federated Insurance has in making businesses as successful as they can be. It's also a Minnesota-based company. You go go down to Owatonna, make the uh, hour, hour hour-and-a-half drive from the Twin Cities, 
And uh, you can't miss Federated Mutual Insurance Company, the uh, headquarters of Owatonna, as uh, as I would call them. Federatedinsurance.com to find out more about the industries Federated protects and to find your local marketing representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. 542 here at Score North. That means it's time for the Score North download. And if you missed it earlier, we were talking about the Wolves and what they're going to do now, now that they didn't match the offer for Tyus Jones. Well, Woj on Twitter says, among reasons for not matching on Jones, Minnesota's pursuing max cap space in 2020 free agency. Without space this summer, Wolves were a finalist for D'Angelo Russell. They'll work to get back into the market with real flexibility next year. Wolves fans, who do you want them to go after next year or maybe even throughout this season. Let us know at Score North on Twitter. Minnesota United take on FC Dallas this Saturday evening at Allianz Field. Join me and Dan Terhar beginning at 6.30 p.m. with kickoff at 7 right here on Score North, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. That's been your Score North, do- Score North download. Now back to Ra- Mackie and Judd with Rami. Easy for you to say. There you go. A lot of that's really easy for me to say, <laughs> apparently. Jeez. Thank you, Jonathan. All right, Pat, did the Wolves make a, uh, a grave mistake by not giving Tyus Jones $9 million no. a year? No, hell no. I wouldn't have given him $9 million for one, much less three. Uh, yeah, you got Shabazz Napier for $1.3 million, and I just soon have him as Tyus. It's, uh, uh, no, not at all, especially when you still got Teague on the payroll for 19. You just got to hope that he plays 60 games for you, and uh, you get you get some something out of that last 19 million but let's face it they're basically now conceding that uh this is a 30 win season if they're lucky so they're back to rebuilding again they uh this team changes courses courses of action more than any franchise in the history of man you know building one time and then uh trying to win and then not trying to win and it's uh it's it's uh I'd hate to be trying to sell season tickets for those boys right now. It's gonna be you thought it was empty this year. Wait till next year. <laughs> Two forty eight last night, Patrick Royce. That was that's one of my favorite all star games of all time. I thought it was great. Yeah. Balls were in play, a couple home runs, I was happy. Two forty three is pretty good. Or two forty eight is pretty good when you consider and they're taking four minute breaks uh, between innings, and then they have the fifth inning thing about standing up for cancer, which takes several more minutes. Uh, there's uh, two forty eight with uh, more dead time between innings than you have in most games. I honest to God, this is the truth. I switched over between I don't know when the end of the second inning. I wanted to. I was checking out something, and I watched like five minutes of it, figured I'd miss something, and I clicked back, and they were just starting the inning. It was it had to be almost five minutes. It was uh, takes a long, but yeah, it was a good game. It was, I mean, as I always say, uh, and, you know, it's not exactly a novel uh, uh, thing to say, is it's the one All-Star game where they actually play the game that you you see during the season. Uh, that They play baseball. They don't play three-on-three, three and they don't play nobody guards anybody. So, you know, it's if they hit a ground ball to shortstop, the guy actually tries to catch it instead of let it go through and let the other guy score a run like they do in all other sports. That'd be funny if they did it that way, though, like the NBA, where a ground yeah, ball, there's a ground ball to Francisco right. Lindor and he just olays it. <laughs> we're we're going to be like the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL. We're going to play no defense tonight. So we're not running after a ball. If it's, hit to the, if it's not hit directly to us, we're not going to catch it. That would be a that would be an interesting approach. That certainly would. 
I know we uh, all. Say, I gotta, I gotta bring. So go ahead. No, you go ahead, Pat. Go right ahead. You had a thought. Well, my thought was a conversation you guys were having earlier today with uh, Judd and Chad, Chad Graff, but I can get back to it later. About Judd, Judd was talking about the Jack Buck, uh, Joe Buck thing, and uh, we were talking about you know how Minnesota fans like to whine about treated unfairly by TV announcers. Listen, fellas, it goes back to Monday Night Football, the start of Monday Night Football when they had when your highlights for the week on the NFL were the three minutes that Howard Cosell showed at halftime, the three-minute halftime. And Minnesota fans used to bitch mightily that the Vikings weren't on there enough, and Howard and and, uh, ABC hated the Vikings. Uh, We didn't have social media then, but if you wanted to be in a bar uh, that week, uh, you could hear, Endless complaints about not enough time for the Vikings on uh, the, the three-minute highlight show on Monday nights. It goes all the way back to them. It's not just the uh, World Series in 87 and, and et cetera, et cetera. They've been screwing us forever is what you're saying. Yes, yeah. We, we've been, yeah, they've been out to get us forever. Yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've been treated unfairly forever. But is it, is it, there's more of it with Joe Buck, or, or it seems to me, don't, don't you think no, so, no, Pat? No, it is. Yeah, because Joe Buck is is uh, because of the Randy Moss thing. They are now looking for slights from Joe Buck, right? They're looking for Joe to uh, to to slight them. And last night, as as uh, Judd pointed out, uh, the fact that he mentioned that Jorge had a uh, steroid suspension, and I believe if you listen to it, as a, the, my assumption was he was going to say more, and then he got interrupted by one of the uh, outfielders talking to him or something, so they had to go to that. I, I don't think he was just going to leave it hang there. I, I didn't get that impression, and then all of a sudden, boom, they had to go talk to the uh, That's not an easy job because he's got producers screaming in his ear, hey, we got these guys live mic'd out here. Talk to them. Ask them some dumb question that they aren't going to answer anyway. Although Freddie Freeman was good. The rest yeah. of was kind of nonsense. Anyway. Yeah. I love the Freddie Freeman thing. And the, like, the fact that he yeah, goes that out and he, he tells Justin Verlander, hey, they're telling me what pitches are coming. You know, that's, I love that <laughs> stuff. Man. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. The, the other, everybody else was uh, Who were the, the two backup outfielders that they put in the game were really Dead butts, weren't they? Those two guys, the guys that came in after Yelich and, uh, and uh, that came in after Yelich and who was playing right field, and I can't remember that next. Those next two outfielders wouldn't say anything. So, but it's not, I don't. I mean, I don't have any trouble with it. You gotta, you know, you're trying to hook people, and you know, I think you're gonna have. A, I don't think you'll have them mic'd up to talk to people during regular games, but you'll have a lot more microphones on first base and third base coaches' helmets and stuff like that, don't you think? I would hope so. I mean, it, I, I don't I don't think everyone has to have a lapel on them, but, yeah, it's, well, the NBA does a brilliant job of, all right, we're going to protect the players and the coaches, but we're going to have a boom mic in the huddle or capture a conversation between Steve Kerr and a referee, and it's not going to be incriminating. It's all in post-production, but wouldn't you love to hear more, okay, if an umpire and a hitter are having a conversation about something, and it's not yeah. overly incriminating, I'd love to be an insider there. 
Yeah, of course, the problem is in all sports is uh, live mics uh, have a tendency to cause the guy up in the booth to apologize for the language we just heard. Uh, we had that again at, uh, at the golf tournament over the weekend, uh, an F-bomb. We were, I was talking to Suits today. I was on his uh, podcast today, and uh, the uh, we were talking about how great it would be if they would mic NHL players. You'd have to run it on the Playboy channel, though. Here's my idea, Pat. I would pay. I would pay yeah. for a premium channel on which f bombs were fair game. If you Mike Boods, I'd pay you five hundred dollars right now. And that's not unprecedented. NASCAR does it. That's that's uncensored. When you get to hear their radio conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know what what they're uh, accountable to the FCC for now. I mean, to if on TV, if it's. Uh, you know, if it's accidental, like, you know, in a, in a spontaneous way like that, I don't know. But don't they have to protect themselves? I think Not it's after a certain you know, time. People. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what the heck it is. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Like yeah when, when you, when you, watch, you ever watch cable TV now after like eight or nine o'clock, you watch a movie. It doesn't or, matter. They don't believe anything. They've got they've got movies just being shown with like literally no censorship or in terms of like the words oh, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cable TV is, uh, you know, they, they, although, uh, you know, the, one of the, uh, one of the silliest things in the history of the country was when Cinemax decided to be a straight cable station, you know, they gave up their, they gave up their franchise there, man. They were, uh, you know, they were the, they were the soft corn, soft, Porn core, softcore porn. Easy for uh, you to say. The world. Yeah. That was a tragic day, well, Pat. Brings a tear to my yes, eye still. Those, those, those bare chested pool guys who used to always get lucky, they don't have jobs anymore. It was terrible. The Emmanuel series was fantastic. Don't belittle that series. <laughs> Emmanuel 5 is yeah. a work of art. Yes, and they changed the plot so frequently, too. That was great. Hey, Pat, anyway. what the. the Best hey, was that, the best was this. The best was Spectrum Sports. If you recall Spectrum Sports, which was the Twins or North Stars, which went right in on Channel Twenty Three to porn. Remember oh, that? Really? Oh yeah. No, I don't. Oh, we I watched through the Spectrum. waves. Yeah. I never watched. I never had Spectrum, so I don't. I did not know that. Don't does don't our loons have a hockey uh, soccer game tonight? Jonathan, the, uh, give Pat the Minnesota United upcoming schedule. We got, don't we have New Mexico tonight at home or something? Isn't yeah, that? New Mexico United tonight in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open Cup. So this U.S. Open Cup is such a big deal, they don't put it on the radio? Right. <laughs> it's uh, The rights might, are owned by U.S. Soccer, so talk to them. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Yes. I did. But, uh, okay, because I... Uh, you know, I saw that we were playing eight in New Mexico, which is in a lower league, I presume. Huh? Yes, they are. They're in the USL. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. Not much to watch today, although I'm catching up on Barry on HBO. Oh, oh so you guys, good. You guys have, have you guys watched Barry? So good. Yeah. I'm it's two amazing. episodes in. Rami's I, further in. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm all caught up. I just watched episode five of year two when they go to when he goes to kill the the taekwondo champion and then the, the, the little girl is like a killer it's, it's fantastic it was a great episode yeah Thank there's a, there's there's more there's more good tv 
on right now. I was just talking with someone today. Like the fact that Netflix and oh, yeah. Amazon and HBO have basically become the big movie studios now, and they get all the big stars, and they do they basically do like ten hour movies split up into episodes. It's so good. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, there is a if you if you catch the right one, but uh, it's, it's hard to find a series that you, that hooks you. But when you do, it's uh, it kind of takes care. Of, you know, takes care of a few hours when you're waiting to, for, especially during the All-Star break, because I do not watch the ESPYs. I'm still protesting the fact they fired Norm McDonald as the host after <laughs> one fantastic year just because he made an OJ joke. You know? Is that why they fired him, really? Yes! I did not know that. He said that, said that what he says, Charles, he says Charles Woodson, that they can't take that Heisman Trophy away or I drove you a word away from you unless you kill your ex-wife. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the room went, ah, they screamed. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. man. All Put right, Pat. Norm. Pat. Norm. We'll, hey, we'll uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, see you. See you, Pat. All right. <laughs> I have a shot out of a cannon today. That was just all over the Oof. place. It's amazing. I think it's something to say right before you let him go. I think he was firing well, he up again. He could have said something. I think he's like, hey, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> back to Perry. <laughs> Fires it back up for a second, then turns the engine off. <laughs> all right, because we'll see you later. Talk to you in a while. Uh, uh, so if, what, what are like... What are three shows that during this week, if you've got time to binge, like Rami's the big TV guy here. I'm probably second to you. What are you recommending to people right now? There's no sports to watch for the next couple nights. you got baseball coming back Friday night. What okay. would you be binging the next two nights? Last week, I had a four-day weekend and nothing to do. So I went through, Quentin Tarantino put out an extended version of The Hateful Eight, his Western movie, and it's four one-hour episodes on Netflix. Okay. It's amazing. It was so good. Uh, I also watched the entire season of Brockmire, also, really, really good, Jake. Which you're allowed to watch. I didn't know J.K. Simmons was in this season. Academy okay. Award winner J.K. Simmons. That show made me cry. Oh, Brock Meyer made me cry. Seeing with Hank Azaria and J.K. Simmons and talking about what makes baseball great. It's and it was a really, really. It wasn't as outrageous or raunchy as past seasons, but a really, really good season of Brock Meyer. Cool. There it is. That's Rami's. Uh, what are we watching? Powered by TCL and Drunk America's History. Fast on TV. Watch brand. Drunk History. See you guys tomorrow. They were brutalized.